Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Sunday Punch Podcast. Here with uh, Monty and Napa Charlie. We, uh, I just finished, I don't know about you guys, I just fin- finished watching two uh, heavyweight matchups in the NBA playoffs. We're going to talk about uh, some round one reactions. Not all of them, but a couple, <laughs> including their 76ers. Uh, we'll react to uh, the current day's festivities and then some NFL draft winners. Uh, but before we do that, we all know what time it is. It's Friday. Friday night. I'm thinking that we just might fly away to someplace they don't know who we are. Now I'm riding shotgun in your car. We drive through the city like explorers going 65. Flowing hair flying across your face. We left on Friday. Now it's Saturday. Press jeans buttoned up. Jeans iron slipping up. Red shoes walking slow. Headphones blaring three stacks. Sunglasses flaring out. Thick watch hanging low. Studded belt pulled taut. Three stacks on the radio. Friday night. I'm thinking that we just might. Run away to some place we we can be who we are. We can be who we are. Okay, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with your 76ers? Actually, well, wait a second before we get to that, Monty. Because we were talking about this this weekend, rap music. What did you think of uh, Future's Future's new album called I Never Liked You? Um, I mean, I thought it was like decent, nothing amazing, just like a normal Future album. I think that's what oh, wow. said. I mean, I like, I don't, I don't know what my expectations were, but I mean, I like it. Like, I'll listen to it, but it's not like, oh, it's one of the best Future albums going to be on repeat. But I thought there were a couple of good songs that I liked. I liked the one with obviously Drake. I'm on one. I, I wasn't I was indifferent about the one with him and Thames. I don't I don't know how I feel about that one. And then I like the one with Kodak. Oh yeah, voodoo. Yeah, voodoo. Um I don't like Future and I <laughs> thought the entire album was great. I like the I've I've been listening to every single song in the gym on repeat. Yeah, it's just I mean, it's got a nice like I mean if you're expecting in my mind, it's like if you're expecting future, then you you definitely got them in this album for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's why it's a tip like a standard future album. But well, what's that? What's that smirk, Charlie? <laughs> you're expecting future on a future album. <laughs> well, sometimes you know, he, you know, he's he's so prolific that like sometimes he just puts out like nonsense. To me, in my personal opinion, but he's stuck. To me, I like when guys stick to their roots, right? So I think I talked about this for some other previous rappers on previous pods, but I thought Future stuck to his roots, which is like un- unapologetically toxic. <laughs> <laughs> like and it. dude, it was, it was just like, uh, it starts off strong. I think that's what got me. So then maybe I was like, uh, I overlooked a couple of the songs, which because it starts off so strong to me with the first two. And then mm. they get into like the, uh, Wait, what did you think of uh, For a Nut with Young Thug and Gunna? I like that one. That, one, that one's good, too. 
we were talking about how the all the rappers on that song are like 35 plus it's like <laughs> and they're like still like i just put a diamond yeah. in her butt <laughs> hey dude they're they're still going at it they're still going at it okay and you, and you still won't listen to the push a t album oh, i'm not listening he was bumping it when i showed up to his place no i wasn't <laughs> you like turned it off immediately i'm not diet I'm not coke that's a joke right <laughs> now we were playing music and it, he he had like Rap caviar on it every time one of the Pusha T songs came out. You should at least skip it. I have to skip it. He's not good. I can't. I can't have those playing. So I gave uh, Pusha T's album an eight out of uh, ten. I'm gonna give future albums a seven out of ten. And uh, Action Bronson's Crocodile Turbo, I'll give a six out of ten. <laughs> also, you know the Wale one that came out on Spotify. More. Uh, he also hates Wale too. I know. I'm. I don't hate. I have nothing against Wale. Like. He was putting stuff out like 10 years ago, and I don't think he's released something since. Well, that's what, well, good point, because More About Nothing came out 10 years ago, Charlie. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's just released on Spotify. Did you and I didn't know that, and I listened to it, and I thought it was really good. Does I mean, if you if you liked the first one, the mixtape About Nothing, then Does you'll he like do this one. Sound, or Seinfeld stuff? Yeah, oh, yeah, cool. clips, cl- Seinfeld clips throughout. All right, let's get into basketball. Okay. Let's talk 76ers. Big, big win. No drama. We thought it was going to go game seven. I thought it was going to go game seven. I thought we were going to have some stressful activities on Saturday watching that together. But it wasn't stressful. In the second half, the 76ers completely dominated the Raptors in Toronto. Let's get to the drama that everyone's (laughs) talking about. How much were they up when uh, Joel Embiid got injured? 30 30 okay yeah after the game doc uh when or maybe i don't know this might not be after the game might be a day later so he had time to think about it he was like oh everybody keeps their stars into like the three minute mark (laughs) it's like this guy refuses to take the blame for anything yeah and it's it's actually amazing it's almost getting to russell westbrook type uh, heights here I don't care what the 76ers do now and it looks very bleak going into going against a tough Miami team but Doc Rivers must go I agree um, I mean I feel like a lot of games this year he's he's left the starters in late um, and to be to be I mean to back him up it was just a kind of freak play but obviously when you're up 30 you don't have to have your stars in the game but I don't think we're completely out of it um I think of all the teams left in the east I think Miami is the most beatable um which I know we'll get to the game that happened today between Boston and Milwaukee but um so they're saying he's going to be out first two games in Miami he's not even traveling with the team Okay. And he's it's looking more and more likely that he'll play in Philly game three. So if we can steal a game in Miami, which would be really hard to do, but that would be best case scenario, clearly just win one of well, best case scenario would be win both of them, but I don't think that's gonna happen. Um but if he play I mean if he's if he actually is coming back Wednesday or 
for game three, um, I still I still think we can compete with them. I think we match up well with them. But how we'll do see. you take how do you take one in Miami? What's the mat what what's the matchups have to be like where does just James Harden has to just take over and become James Harden of three years ago? Yeah, he's and apparently that they're that's what they're doing to the offense. They're yeah. spacing and it's letting it. Harden cook. So you just need one and hope James drops like a 30 point triple double or like a 40 piece. It's going to take a lot. Like, I'm not expecting to get one, but if we do, I'd like I'd like my chances then. Then it becomes a, a best of five, and you get Embiid back, and then you have home court. So that's the hope, but it'll, it'll be challenging. We've gone into Miami, though, during the regular season, which might not mean much, and did beat them without um, Harden and Embiid. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And is Lowry where? Where? What's his? He's out game one now. Okay, so he's gonna miss. So maybe game one's their biggest chance, just coming off a victory against Toronto and start off strong against the Heat, who are missing their starting point guard. So hopefully, if we could pull one, hopefully game one. It's gonna be more on our centers. See how they play. I mean, we're gonna. It's. I think we're gonna come out really strong defensively. Hopefully. That'll be the focus. And I think, yeah, they're just going to spread the floor. Probably, I'm sure Cork Miles will probably see a lot of time. Um, probably just going to be launching threes. And because we're not going to, I mean, yeah. Paul Reed and I hope Doc plays Bassey. If DeAndre Jordan sees DeAndre any, Jordan, get the time machine if ready. He, if he sees any time on the court, he Doc deserves to be fired. Like, <laughs> Why? What are you, what, what are you expecting? He's definitely going to see time. Well, we have Bassey, who's way better than him. Monty, is... No, like, yeah, I don't want to see DeAndre Jordan. Like, if anything, like, if he gets in the game and he's going to get cooked, which is obvious, then take him out and just run small. Like, right. do that, something. That was what my thought was. Yeah. Like, because, like, Bassey's decent, but he hasn't... I don't know last time he, like, played. So, yeah. I, I don't know if you just throw him in there. But if anything, go small and just try to do something and not have a big man get cooked out there. Worried about South Beach at all? Um, I mean, they're humans. Go out and party. You play your games and then go out and party. Do whatever you want. Gives Harden superpowers. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Feature will be out there too. Um, what's your confidence level? What was your confidence level with Joel Embiid for the first two games? And now what's it at? Are we talking about like series? Like Yeah, for the entire series. Um with one to ten, ten being super confident. Before Embiid got hurt, I would have put it at like a seven, but now I'm gonna put it at like a four. Yeah, I'd say okay, like- so you got Miami in six. Well, I'm not saying game-wise. I'm just saying, I mean, yeah, probably somewhere around there. I mean, if Embiid's playing at home, we're not getting we're not getting swept. Right. If he's actually going to play game three on out. We're not going to. I mean, that's just not going. I don't just don't see that happening. But um, it's it would be tough to come back from a two-zero deficit. But if we, I mean, yeah, if if even if they win the first two games and we take care of business at home, then it's just a three-game series and. Anything can happen, but uh, yeah, Embiid getting hurt is definitely 
not good. And it's I just feel bad for him too. He's all banged up and yeah, it's uh, it's not good because I would, you know you never want to see a series kind of have an asterisk on it. And I think he would have majorly dominated every single game that he played. Yeah. We'll see. I wouldn't give up hope just yet. I'm not. Maybe James Harden can go back in a time machine. I mean, he looked really maybe good maybe off. the maybe the wings start making some threes. It's possible. Niang gets on fire. It's gonna take a crazy game. It's gonna be someone has to step up that, or just yeah, have a crazy game and put up numbers that they usually don't. Be so the there's Dan- always hope, but I'm not too confident about that. Be the Danny Green game. <laughs> it'll it'll never be the Danny Green game. <laughs> we need Tobias to step up. That'd be that'd be big. Yeah, Tobias to have like a. 25 30 point game but um i don't know it's tough tough to because i thought that i'm not haven't been super afraid of miami and they're good but i would much rather play miami than milwaukee or boston and so i mean if we were to have a chance i think it would be against miami um speaking of miami um oladipo is randomly like back yeah he's playing pretty well yeah, it's like where's this guy come from? Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I played I, all I, year. Suddenly, he's like, yeah. "Oh, there he is in the back of the shelf." Right. I thought he was like not even in the rotation, and then he was coming off injury, and they were just gonna play him in games where like they were already winning and not too much of a role. But he's actually seeing decent minutes and putting numbers up. A lot of time machine players in that series. All right, yeah. so if you want to talk any any takeaways from the Phoenix uh, Pelicans? No, no, wait a second. No, you're not talking about the Pelicans. <laughs> Way too early uh, NBA championship prediction, Charlie. You got the Pelicans next year. Hey, my two way too hey. early predictions of one, one today. Up one now. Seriously, if they get Zion back and he's what he was, you know, I, I, I look at that Pelicans team and I'm, I'm a little bit uh, intrigued. I'm not going to lie. No, I mean, know. not as intrigued as the Orlando Magic, but I mean, they got a good team, but I mean, they didn't make it, so I'm not gonna give them too much time of day. Don't you don't think it was CJ and no, no, I mean yeah. they'll be good, but I mean they're still gonna be teams like Memphis, Golden State, Phoenix. That's still teams. here. They could make a splash. Other than OKC, they have the most draft picks. Yeah, but there's always that things that Zion wants out. So, but hey, that's my that's my question. Why why does he want out? I I don't think he's ever liked New Orleans. <laughs> too much. Like, I always think he had his mind on. I remember in the like he, he always to wanted to go to New York, and then they didn't win the lottery, and then R.J. Barrett went to New York, and I feel like he's always just wanted to be in New York. That's so weird because like the coach and I like the the Pelicans coach and. Seems like it's a good team. Seems like the city would embrace him, and seems like they could make a deep playoff run if he comes back and he's looks like what he did two years ago. Yeah, I mean, there's no questioning when he's on the court how good he is. It's, I don't, I don't think he wants to be there. Like, I don't. He'll probably play next year, but he'll find a way to leave. And then you got Phoenix, who's now going to be playing Dallas. the Mavericks. Mm-hmm. Utah's done, right? Utah's blown up, correct? Yeah, Mitchell's going to find a way to leave, and Gobert, he he needs to leave. 
Well, I mean, Mitchell, we've talked about this extensively. Mitchell has like three years left on his deal. Like, I mean, yeah, but if you, if you could trade player, Gobert, yeah. right, you could convince Mitchell to stay if you could trade Gobert or any of the other pieces. But, but why would we want to be in Utah? I was going to say, no one wants to play in Salt Lake City. It's a. I've been to Utah. It's a beautiful area. It's you know, strap some skis on your feet, dude. Get, get adapt to your environment. Have you been to, All right. So uh, what do you say? So Utah just blows up there. I mean, Danny Ainge. You really think Danny Ainge is gonna be like, blow it up? Let's start rebuilding. Like, yeah, he's more of like a championship builder. Well, they're apparently gonna fire Quinn Snyder. So that's our. You're already losing a coach. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, now. Try to bring in a new coach and persuade Mitchell to, oh, let's build up something with this new guy. If I'm Mitchell, it's like, why would I build up something in Utah? Let me start somewhere else if I have to sort of restart with a new coach. Yeah, so, I guess. Is Mitchell really never that had good? Too. I think we – That was my next question is, is Mitchell really that good? Because watching like he, the series, it was like, eh, okay. I think he's good. But he needs a second option. If your second option is Rudy Gobert, you're not like yeah. you're not doing anything. So I I don't like yeah we can evaluate him as a true like number one and yeah he can't get the job done. But you put him on so another Mike, team that has like another good solid all star. But uh, what I'm good. saying is like okay, well Mike Conley is. Was had a horrendous series. No, I'm just saying. I'm saying, like they thought that that was going to be the guy, but he had a horrendous series. And is by the way, is going to be paid twenty million dollars next year. Yeah, I just want to let that marinate for a second. Mike Conley will be paid twenty million dollars next year. He was good on the Grizzlies, and then now age is catching up with him, so he's not. Yeah, he looked old. Um. My point being that I, th- I think you could convince uh, Rudy. Obviously, could be turned into a couple pieces. I think you. I think you can convince Donovan, and then also say, "Hey, you know, we want your input on this next coach." Yeah, I mean, if anything, then he'd be there for a year, and then be like, "Okay, if we for another first round exit, I'm leaving." Yeah, there's no move that they can do that'll push him over the edge unless they get like Giannis or <laughs> like. Well. Yeah, you're right. It's like they're gonna. Be I was trying. Like, I'm trying to rebuild their roster, and it's like, I mean, you keep Bogdan, right? Yeah, you have. Yeah, I don't know if he's a free agent or not, but he was like, I think they're him, Mitchell Clarkson, and Bogdanovich were like the three people on their team who brought offense. So you sort of have to keep them, but you're limited if those are your only offensive weapons you're gonna need to bring in someone else who can get you buckets and score forget about utah whatever (laughs) blow him up then i just think danny ainge is gonna have some like really big trick up his sleeve he's done it before all right so now they go on you don't think do you think dallas has any chance versus phoenix since they'll have the best player in the floor me yeah i mean i actually like call me crazy but i think dallas wins in seven sir you're crazy (laughs) No, I mean, you have Luka Doncic, who literally is going to control – like, he's going to go up against Chris Paul, who controls the game. But Doncic is going to control – slow it down to his pace, be in pick and roll. Pick and roll, he's probably – him or Moran are probably the best two pick and roll point guards. He can pick apart the Suns' defense. And 
That's that's the only hope. Just Doncic has to play crazy, and I think he will play crazy. I think he and Giannis are like the future of the league. So I he's oh he what he's only like twenty three too. He's still super young, but I I think Doncic can pull it off. I'm not too sold on the Suns. That I think that's what it. All is. right, here it is, Charlie. Look up the odds for the Dallas Mavericks to win the series versus the Phoenix Suns. While you're doing that, consider I'm gonna give you the odds, money. We'll uh-huh. bet. Oh, like no, 20... no, I'm not betting on it. Well, wait a second. We'll bet twenty bucks on it, and we'll no, see what the odds. We'll see I'm what the putting... odds are. What do you mean? You're, you're... not. I'm, I'm you're not, not confident then. Well, we'll no, see what I mean... the odds are first. Ladies, luck. All bets. Put it all on seven. Lady luck. They call her Lady Luck, blowing them down. When she kisses me, I'm in heaven. Snake eyes. Snake eyes? Snake eyes? Oh, no! No! I'm ruined! You! You jinxed them! What? I did not. Yeah, you did! You owe me 50 grand! (laughs) All right, what are the the odds? Plus 240. All right, I'll tell you what. He's not betting. I'll pay Twenty bucks. I'm not if betting. You win. I'll give you sixty dollars. Oh, that's like plus three hundred. I don't. I'm yeah, not betting. I'm giving you more. No, it's but it's not like I would say, oh, the Suns. Like I'm not. I would bet on either side. I just would if I had to pick someone to win the series. I would just say, oh, the the Mavericks. Oh I'm not god. sold on the Suns. That's oh fine. my god. Okay, Charlie, you want that bet too? I'll give it. I'll give you the same odds. No, I'm good. <laughs> I think yeah, Suns, I think I think the Suns will win, but I think it'll be a good series. I think um Six well dep- we'll see what Devin Booker. He looked uh, it was weird to me that they even played him versus the Pelicans, but I guess they scared. felt they felt, felt a little uh, scared. I, I think so. Um yeah, I got the the Suns easily actually in 5. Wow. The disrespect well, they only have one player in the match. Well, Brunson's been playing great. I guess. But that one player is nasty. Well, they got the Gator Prodigy, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, let's move along. Love the games today. And I would like to state here again for the record, Giannis is my favorite player. I, I found myself actively rooting for the Milwaukee Bucks today. I mean, it was, it was disturbing, really, after they put the whooping on the Bulls. But I uh, I love Giannis, and there's no doubt about it. I was watching him. He didn't even have a great game. Like he was, um, he was he was pushing a little much. He, he was forcing some, but even still, he dominated and looked like the most dominant person on the floor. And uh, I gotta say. I think the Celtics are in some trouble here because Milwaukee looked very physical and way bigger than the Celtics. And I think that neutralizes the Celtics defense, which was was pretty good. What were your thoughts on that game? Because I, I came, I came away from that thinking Chris Middleton, no Chris Middleton, Giannis is going to lead the way here and get this done somehow. Didn't watch. <laughs> Biggest anticlimactic <laughs> sentence after a monologue 
ever. Monty, did you watch her? I can yeah. go on for days, dude. No, I watched. And honestly, it my biggest takeaway, and it's about a team that didn't even play. I think it just showed how much of a shit show Brooklyn was, coaching-wise and playing-wise, that they couldn't even win a game. And then you go see a well-coached team, a team, the reigning champion, how locked in they are. They go into Boston and dominate. They it, Literally, they just dominated the whole game and did that. So, I mean, that was my biggest takeaway. I was just thinking, oh, wow. Like, I, I, coming into the series, I thought Boston was going to win just because the way they dominated Brooklyn, and I thought they were just playing well. But then Milwaukee comes in, and like you said, Giannis didn't even have shooting-wise a great game, but he had – I don't know how many assists he had, but he, he was kicking it out to a lot of people because Boston would just crash. And either his shooters – Yeah, yeah. So then he did have a bunch of assists. But he was creating a lot on offense. Grayson Allen was hitting big shots. Their team, like, they go how Giannis goes, and he's dominating. So I'm yeah, not- let's pause. Let's pause there because I think oh, Grayson Allen is having a fantastic yeah. playoffs. I mean – Say what you want about that guy, but my God, he is like the perfect. He's role cash. Player. He doesn't miss. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I hate Boston, so I was the same. I was rooting for the Bucks because I just can't stand Boston. So yeah, I mean, all their shooters, Grayson Allen was locked down. You Brooke can't Lopez stand Boston, well. like just the symbol. Then I mean, what do you have something against a player? No, like because just like, like Tatum's like pretty good. No, I don't like any of the Boston teams. Like, they're just annoying. Their fans are annoying. I don't want to see, like, a lot. Because I went to college with a decent amount of Boston fans. And oh, okay. Like, yeah, they, they, T they, likes they, the Celtics. I mean, they have the Patriots. They have the Celtics. They have the Bruins. They have the Red Sox. They think they're, like, the greatest of all time. Like, they're just annoying. But, yeah, no, back to the, the well, One quick thing, though, is, yeah, their defense was good on Giannis and everything. But they're, they're I, this is why I'm saying that Giannis is now – the best player in the NBA. There's a big difference between trying to shut down KD and trying to shut down Giannis because Giannis will get in the paint and there's, there's no denying him of doing that. So sure. KD is a better shooter and everything else, but I I I never want to hear nothing about KD though. I I, I, I never (laughs) want to hear KD and the best player in the league conversation. (laughs) I, I I just interrupted. Well, it is Giannis then KD. No, like Katie, sh- it, no, like it's not. Nah, Katie's not even in the conversation. You get swept. And it's like- insane. Last year, he was the only dude on the team, and he had, he was fucking mind blowingly good. Yeah. That, what, what about last week? <laughs> well, who are you gonna put? LeBron in front of KD? He's fucking in Cancun. Hundred percent. I'll put LeBron in front of KD. He's on a he's on a beach somewhere taking pictures of 10 bottles of tequila the guy's like fucking wasted on a beach somewhere and that wasted lebron is still better than he won the same <laughs> amount of playoff games as kevin durant <laughs> yeah but how many play-in games <laughs> yeah that's what they're putting up they're putting playing banners in the barclay center that well we argued about this when we were at the bar that's insane to me that you think the lebron currently at what going into yeah. his 38th year of life he averaged 30 points this year. Okay. Let's not let's not change the subject. Giannis, would you agree Giannis is better yeah, than Yeah, yeah, you know, Giannis is the best in the league. Okay. If he can pull this off, 
beat the Celtics, then get Chris Middleton back, then win the championship again, which is going to be very difficult against a re-fortified Phoenix team. We'll get to Bro, Phoenix. Get, whoa, 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 whoa. You'll get to it. You'll get to it. You'll get to it. <laughs> a re-fortified Phoenix team. I think Giannis is now on this new trajectory of not only best player in the league currently, but he's on a trajectory for best player ever. Now you, I know that's insane because I I love Jordan. I will always think Jordan. But if Giannis can get to the to the level of five championships, even where Kobe was, I'd be willing to put him better than Jordan. That's how yeah. highly I think of this guy. No, and I agree with you on the first part. Like, if he wins this year, there's no question debate of who the best player in the league is or, like, is going to dominate the league. But saying – because that would only be two, and then you're saying he's going to win three more, not one yeah. more, not two more, not three more. He's going to win well, more. He's according gonna have to, to win LeBron, more than not five, not yeah. six, not seven. But then you're saying he's going to win three more, and he's only won – if he wins this year, two, he's going to have to win more than what he's basically yeah. won. Which he's got a long way to go, dude. I mean, yeah, he, I, I, what is he like 28 or something like that? 29, maybe I don't know, but that, that's saying a lot that he, he can be the greatest of all time. Well, I didn't say he would, I said he's now on a trajectory, yeah. But I can see him winning maybe three championships. He's 27 currently, okay. Yeah, I can see him winning like three total, maybe four, but three. I think three is like how much he'll probably end up with. I just think the improvement level from last year to this year, if he can take another jump, no, I'm not I mean, saying like an exponential jump, just just refine the jumper and refine the three pointer just yeah, no, to a level yeah. to a level where it's like, oh, okay, this guy is like really dangerous from both those places. Right now, the jump that he made from last year is like, oh, like he made a move today where it was so clear as day that he had worked on it in the gym. It wasn't just like, oh, I'm I'm just letting the game come to me. No, he's like, I'm getting to this spot. I'm doing a turnaround jumper. And he fucking switched it because he's been practicing it a million times. And you can see that with players. Like, you see with, like, Devin Booker. Like, he'll do a move where he just wants to get to a spot because he's practiced it a billion times. And so if Giannis does that at his size, now we're, now we're in, like, supreme danger level. Yeah, because I mean, at, at that point he's even more dominant than LeBron ever was because he's getting to the the rim at ease versus the Celtics, which you would assume is like one of the top uh, defenses not only this year but probably in the last ten years. I mean, I wouldn't say he's, uh, but before uh, he did improve. <laughs> another thing, no, I was gonna say I wasn't gonna. Put no, I'm looking at Charlie's LeBron. face. Look, dude, check out the Excel spreadsheets, dude. No, no, I think Giannis, where he has improved a lot, is his free throws. So he's he's taking a jump there, which is making him more unstoppable because if you foul him, he's going to hit his free throws. And I always thought if he got a jump shot, it's wraps for the whole league. Like, if he can consistent, if you have to defend him at least and you can't just sag off and he can hit it, it's wraps. Like, he's maybe he might win five championships, but he, he might develop that, but... I, I don't know if he will. He, he works hard. He works hard. And he showed the jump for his free throws. But hitting jump shots consistently, that, that, that's hard. Jump shooters sometimes can't even do that. 
Charlie, thoughts? You weigh in here, dude? I enjoyed listening to your opinions. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I said this earlier. I think that he's on a couple podcasts ago that he's pushing top 10 all time. Um, and he has the accolades for it. He arguably should have won the MVP this year and last year. Um, and I mean, his run last, his whole playoff run and performance in the final, I mean, he dropped like a 50 ball in a closeout game in, in the finals. Um, but I mean, I think we're jumping the gun a little bit because they won one game in the second <laughs> round of the playoffs. Um, they could go on and lose the next four. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if he goes on and they're not wins. losing the next four, I mean, they might lose the series, but there's not like the Celtics to me, like they fall into some bad habits. So I think they'll at least lose another game. I mean, I don't think they're going to win the next four. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's going to be that way either, but I'm just saying like, in the playoffs, everybody, just the recency bias is crazy. When it's a seven-game series, a team wins one game, everyone's like, oh, well, next round when, they, when they're they going to beat blah, 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 next round. It's like they won one game. Um, and Boston's well-coached. I'm sure they'll make adjustments. Um, so, but yeah, no, if he goes ahead, goes on and wins another championship and keeps performing at this level, that then – Pretty easily, I would say he'd already be top 10 all time. Um, but you can't put him over to someone like Jordan or LeBron without getting that number of rings, in my opinion. So he clearly, I mean, he's poised to do so. I mean, he's got, he's young enough. He's won, an, won enough MVPs and, and ring. Well, he's won one ring, which is, um, if he'd won, if he hadn't, if this would be his first year that he'd won a ring, then I would have been like, think we're jumping the gun but after seeing last year i mean i that was all he really needed to cement himself as a top 15 player and if he wins this year i would easily put him in the top 10 and yeah you know are you talking all time or just in the nba (laughs) what do you think (laughs) okay good because i want you to clarify because I don't want people listening thinking like, oh yeah he's a top 10 i got him like 11 11 12 in the league right now (laughs) Uh, okay, Monty. What what do what do the Celtics have to do to to adjust here? You watch the game. I have some thoughts, but I want to um, hear yours. Hit shots. Tatum's got to play better. I mean, I think Tatum just got the basketball. Tatum's just got to take over. He complains a lot. Like he'll drive. Granted, he might get hit, but anytime he misses a layup, he doesn't just run back. He will like talk to the ref, like make a show, do everything. Like, there is one time in this game he did that majorly, too. Yeah, which, I mean, like, he's just got to play better, and he knows it, and he probably will play better. And But, yeah, they're physical, and I thought Boston likes to be physical, too, but Milwaukee was just more physical with them. The height really bothered yeah. um, Boston, so you can't – I don't know how you adjust around height, but I think hitting shots opens up a lot, so if you're just hitting shots, but that, that's not – I don't know – a game plan. No, I think you have to probably stick with your original game plan and just hope you shoot better, basically. Well, I thought they just, like, they they shot too many threes. 
Like yeah, they, they were, were missing them. At, yeah, they were hitting them at first, which then opened up to me the drive. Yeah, yeah. And but then they weren't driving. They're yeah, like, yeah. no, we're just gonna be the Golden State Warriors. I it's think like, though they're a little little hesitant to drive because of the size. They might think, oh, I got him beat. Shit, now I got to go get a layup. I'm gonna get swatted. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Lopez was a big factor. Mm-hmm. I never really. So was Bobby Portis. Yeah, he played really well. He was shooting crazy. I like Bobby Portis. I never really thought though, like to me, I've seen this Boston team led by Tatum and Brown, like they've essentially had the same team for the past three or four years. I mean, yeah, they've added players like um, Pritchard and Time Lord and all that, but as a Sixers fan, watching Celtics games for over the past like two or three years, Embiid always dominates them. Like, they don't have – they've never had great – I mean, Horford, when he was, like, four or five years ago, was pretty good when he was on the Celtics. But he's clearly lost a step now. Um, no one's afraid of Tice. They, like, can't – they had NS Freedom last year. And it's like – but I don't know. I mean, that's why I picked Milwaukee because I saw Milwaukee get it done. I've just never seen this team really – yeah, they did well in the regular season. Uh, I'm not saying that it's over. I mean, they could very well go on and win it, win it all, but I don't know. I just I've seen this. It seems like this team has just been the same for the past three or four years, and it always just kind of ends the same way. Um, they were good in the bubble that one year, um, but they lost to Miami. So it basically just takes Tatum and Brown to just go off and. They don't really have anybody outside of them to. I mean, Marcus Smart, he can score, but he's not a he's not a scorer. He's mainly a defender. Um, but I'm not super surprised that Milwaukee. I mean, I thought Middleton being gone would impact it, and make it closer. I mean, I guess I was surprised how dominant Milwaukee used to look look today. But I think Milwaukee, I mean, is a better team, pretty clearly, yeah. but. I think Boston just got really hot this year. Um, and I, that's what I, I read the same thing that you were saying earlier, Money. It just showed how bad defensively Brooklyn was. And, Milwaukee... and, how, and how good the Bulls were, really. We're <laughs> not going to sign the Bulls again. <laughs> to, get, to get a win, really. I mean, I mean, let's talk about it. Milwaukee's good, really good defensively, too. And as much as you hate it, defense wins champions, <laughs> championships, I mean. They don't play defense in the NBA, apparently, but... No, uh, they do, nowadays. That's what I've always said in the the playoffs, defense matters. You're like, no. No, Well, I said that thinking back in the day when, and by back in the day, I mean like one to two years ago, when they called bullshit fouls. They don't call bullshit fouls anymore, and I love it. Yeah, I agree. Um, But yeah, Milwaukee's a really good defensive team. They're, They're big. Drew Holiday is... Really good. Really, really good defender, perimeter defender. Um, I didn't even watch the game, but I'm assuming. He's making his threes today, too. Assuming they had him on Jalen Brown. Um, or, yeah, I don't know who else they would put him on. But I mean, yeah, like, many people. He's a great perimeter defender, and then you go inside and you got Giannis in the paint. It's like. And Lopez. Yeah, Lopez, Lopez. Lopez played well today. Yeah. Even Portis is. I mean, they got big bodies. Portis is a big dude. And that's kind of the. Another, another guy should be a bull, but okay. That's kind of the blueprint um, is, I mean, good defensive guard, wing players that can play three and D. I mean, they just have a bunch of 
like Grayson Allen, Pat Connaughton. I all yeah the same player. They basically the same exact role, three and D um, energy guys, and then obviously Giannis just dominates. Um, they just have too many options, and teams like Brooklyn were, I mean, outside of KD yeah. and Kyrie. I mean, KD and Kyrie don't even really play that much defense. So. No. So, um, no. Which I think teams like Miami and even, I mean, Philly are pretty defensive-minded too. But I don't know. I mean, we'll see. It's early. I don't. I don't really – want to boldly predict anything right now or stick to an opinion because it's just one game and yeah you're right anyway Giannis is better than jordan moving on <laughs> phoenix um no not phoenix we're, we're moving on golden state. the other game golden state uh versus memphis great game great game i watched every second of it i had a couple takeaways um jaw Amazing. Um, pull the real deal, dude. And then it's always just good to have Stephen Curry, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I mean we, you, get, you got used to him, right? So you're just, like, used to what he does. But my God, you're like, when you just have him on the team in the late game sitch, like when they, they had, it's just like, man, you feel a lot more confident in having Steph Curry. Um, I don't know what could have been done different in this game. Uh, I just felt it was lights out from the start, and everyone other than Dylan Brooks was <laughs> playing great. I mean, Dylan Brooks had like five air balls. <laughs> what is the guy doing? <laughs> he's winded because they put him on Curry or put him on. He's winded because the... he's got a. So, he's got, not a, gonna get he's into got a broke jumper, too. <laughs> Jumper's weird looking. Yeah, it is bizarre. Um, but I, other than Dylan Brooks, I mean, everyone else was pretty much lights out, including your boy, Jackson. Charlie. Yeah, my boy's, my boy's Brandon Clark. That guy's good, too. Um, but I don't I don't really have any other takeaways other than, yeah, I mean, Ja probably could have made that last shot. I mean, it was a perfectly run play. I know that Clay then left the, his man and was guarding the layup, but still, to me, it was an open layup in in Jaws' world, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Every everyone played well in that game, according to me. I just thought it was a heavyweight matchup, and you know, the the team that had the ball last didn't win this time. It, it just turned out that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was like if. Memphis limited some of the offensive rebounds that Golden mm-hmm. State got. They probably win. They were just struggling sort of on the defensive glass to get that. But also Which is noted, crazy. Yeah. Also noted that Golden State basically did this all without Draymond. And That's so when he comes say. back That's defensively, true. he's going to help solve a lot of the breakdowns that they were having. So, I mean, I had Golden – I have them in the championship, and I had them winning the series, so – the offense is always there for Golden State. It's defensively what he brings, and he will he he does it he does his job the best. So he's gonna. Help I forgot about. I I actually completely forgot about that. Yeah, that was that was a huge deal. And I thought the you, call. What do you think of that call? I thought it was soft. It like just give it a flagrant one. 
and move on, get your two free throws and get the ball. But to call it a flagrant two and kick someone out, he, to do you got to like wind up and try to punch someone in the face to get kicked out. So the, I reason I, the reason I hate it is if that was LeBron James, LeBron James is still in the game. No, they're <laughs> – but – that, okay, that's fair. yes. They're not kicking out LeBron James. But so Draymond does have a reputation of being dirty, so maybe they like. It's not like this is the first time he's probably done something like that. That's what Clark said. To me, it was like it was a no, hard was foul, a and he tried yeah. to hold him up. Yeah, I mean, no, he didn't, he was pulling. He smacked him, him in the face first, and then grabbed his jersey, <laughs> and it's like. And then what was the reaction? Oh, he was just getting hyped. Well, he, he was, was mad. The most... team up. <laughs> oh, okay. That was the most bizarre part of it to me. Yeah. Well, because he can't go and start yelling at the ref, so he had to do something to get his anger out. Yeah, I mean, that is huge. I mean, that they won without Dre. I mean, all of the breaks were pretty much going Memphis's way, and then they still couldn't win. Um, Gary Payton Jr. heard the second at a really good game, too, I thought. Yeah, the nasty yeah. dunk. His yeah. dunk early on, that was... That was nice. It's crazy how he's turned into such a weapon for them. Um, mm-hmm. He started for them, played most of the game, too. Wiggins is a burger. <laughs> yeah, he's bad. No, he's not, dude. He's he getting some boards. Here, let's talk about those boards. That guy, Well, Wiggins he's getting boards, but he don't takes be taking yeah. shots. Don't be taking step back twos with your foot on the thing. Like, he takes the most ill advised shots out there. You have Clay, Poole, and Steph. What are you doing trying to take? Mid-range jump shots. And he sucks at free throws. That's yeah. what I hate most about him. Um, dude, Jordan Poole, out of nowhere, is a superstar. Yeah. Like, I'm not – this isn't a run. Like, you can just watch this guy play the game mm-hmm. and see the fluidity yeah. and see the thought process and the decision-making and be like, my God, this guy's good. Learn from the best. He plays like Steph. What uh? Where'd they get him again? In what what position in the draft? Late first, yeah, like twenty eight or something. Oh my god! What a steal! He was. Yeah. I mean, he. I, that's the thing about Golden State is like their player development is incredible. I mean, he was not nearly this good in in college, and he barely played his first two years on the team, and he really improved his handle too. He's like an incredible ball handler and passer now too. I mean, he could go anywhere he wanted and get a shitload of money. He's, yeah, I I would I felt, was holding out for the longest time saying that Maxi's better, but Mac, Maxi <laughs> Maxi's not better than Jordan Poole. Um, no, Maxi's, Maxi's very, good. Maxi's very good. Oh, Poole's Poole. Jordan Poole looks like a veteran. Maxi still does. looks like he's um just a young like energy oh, dude, yeah. but Jordan Poole is um. I mean, without him, they lose that game. He oh yeah, dude. What that, you remember that that one three he made? He was like fucking in in the different yeah. zip code covered <laughs> by two guys. Yeah, and he made it and got hit in the head. Yeah, no, the confidence and the you said the fluidity and the shiftiness. He's fun to watch. It's just like when he gets the ball, you know he's gonna make a move, make the defender look stupid, and then hit a three or get an open layup and. Yeah, he, he's fun to watch, and yeah, learning from Steph and Clay. I mean, Clay did not have a good game, and Clay's a when Clay struggles, and you whoa, still whoa. find a way Let's to win. Calm down on that one, dude. Clay had many big threes in this game. 
If he only shot six of 19. He shot six he, of 19, and he bricked two free throws at the end he, of the game. He, he did have a big three, though. I think he, like he doesn't have the left. practice on the free throw line, dude. Let's calm down. He's, he's only shot six free automatic. throws. He's only, six, he's only shot six free throws in this entire play. Yeah, because he's a chuck. He just He's just a catch-and-shoot three-point three guy, which is the thing. It's like this Warrior team is so good that they can live with Clay just chucking up 20 shots a game and, like, Still win when he's not hitting, and when he is hitting, okay. I'm gonna be dead, out. dead serious with you. I didn't know how much I, I <laughs> saw him make a couple threes, and I thought he had no, he a hit, pretty decent yeah. game. But if no, he, he was, what, how, what was the numbers? What was the number? Six he shot 19. six and 19. 19. Oh, okay, three of 10 from three. But he hit oh. a really clutch three, I remember, with like three minutes left, and it's like. He's been struggling all game, but he's going to find a way yeah, to get he, a clutch shot. He hit the go-ahead three and then had the chance to put him up three and yeah, yeah. missed both free throws, which was surprising. And I was like, no way he's missing the second free throw after he missed the first. But And then it was out on Memphis, and they got lucky because no yeah. challenges left. But That's another thing about the Warriors is they're a really good – well, outside of like Wiggins, they're a really good free throw shooting team. And right. Jordan Poole's number one free – I didn't know he was the number one free throw shooter in the league. And he doesn't even take their technical free throws. That's how nice Yeah, Steph takes them. <laughs> um, That's insane. All right, so on that point, how good they are. So you have them beating the Phoenix Suns. I have them winning the championship, and I said that, like, I think earlier back. I'm starting like to lean that way, too. Oh, this, I still this... like the Suns. I mean, I'll say it's still one game, but you've seen we've seen this so many times with this team. It's it's hard to bet against them. Um I would have no issues with the goal. I love and have always loved Steph Curry, Steve Kerr, obviously, from the Bulls tapes. But everyone on the team is fun. Like, you don't, mm-hmm. like, other than Draymond, like, <laughs> his own, like, head case. But other than him, like, who are you going to hate on this? Like, have you ever heard anyone been like, oh, I hate that Steph Curry? <laughs> it's like, you know, no one hates Steph Curry or Clay Thompson. And, and what what's not to like about Jordan Poole, too? I mean, this whole team's likable. I mean, you could go to the Suns and be like, oh, fucking Chris Paul and Devin Booker with his right. attitude or whatever. But I don't know. I, I, I Can I just say once again for the record, I am completely enjoying this playoffs. I love everyone playing. Thank God the demon has not made it in. And I can just watch every single game and just be like, oh, complete zen. I don't care. Yeah, no, it has been fun. All right, let's talk to some NFL for the last 10 minutes here. Give me give me your thoughts on the, the Philadelphia Eagles wheeling and dealing, making moves. Didn't, didn't fall for the Marquise Hollywood Brown nugget and went with the big dog, A.J. Brown. And how don't, get your, don't get your Browns confused. <laughs> We killed it. I think how was the best draft that I've seen. Um, Howie have. I mean, it's like the thing is, he could have had all of these really good drafts in the past too, but he decided to make these boneheaded. Like, <laughs> maybe he was out thinking himself. I mean, the the key in the NFL is you draft players from the SEC. You draft. <laughs> I mean, Georgia. You take Alabama players, and that's what we did last year. Um, and the fact that we got Nicobe Dean in the third was insane. I was pissed when we didn't take him in the second. And then when he fell to us in the third, I was like, you know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, we, our defense, if we get a good, if, if I don't know, 
how great I feel about our secondary right now, but our defensive line and our linebacking core is going to be pretty incredible now. It's really just, yeah, the secondary and Jalen Hurts are the only question marks, I would say. Value. Um, let's let's get into a little gambling here. Value here for the division. Lady Luck. You could get the Philadelphia Eagles plus two forty to win the division. Pretty good bet. Which I will I will say that another note. There has been no repeat NFC East winner in like the last twenty years or so, and so I mean the Cowboys won. Last year, I know the Commanders are not winning and the Giants are not winning. So either the streak will you end. Don't believe, you don't believe in Danny Dimes or Carson Wentz, dude? I don't. The Giants don't even believe the commie, in Danny the commie Commander. No, uh, Carson Wentz is probably already requesting a trade after they drafted him <laughs> as quarterback. <laughs> oh, I thought the I thought everyone was giving the Giants like their flowers for this draft. No, they, they, had did, a good they did have a good draft, but. Well, it's easy to have a good draft when you have two top ten picks. So, yeah. but other they had other picks, so they had a good. They record. made the right picks in yeah. in, in their fifth and seventh pick. Um, really, to think- me, no boneheaded picks uh, this year in the first. Like usually, you got like one. Well, you got the Patriots, I guess. Or yeah. like, yeah, we'll take that guy that was going to get drafted in the third round. We'll take him first round though. Chattanooga. I think I, a, a lot of um, lower end teams. Got some really good upgrades. I think the Jets killed it in the draft. They had three first rounders, and I think they hit it on all three. Um, Garrett Wilson's going to be great. Gardner's going to be great, and I think Jermaine Johnson is at the the place that they got him. That's great value. Um, a lot of teams. Uh, I don't know about the Packers going defense. Maybe that's a little questionable. Like you, but they got a wide receiver for him. But they're saying that this guy's more of a product rather than like a day one guy. So no, they're yeah, they they need to make another move. No, say, the word the word is they want Darren Waller. That's the word on the street. That that's not happening. Another so, team the that word had on the street is don't kill the messenger. Dude. Your Ravens had another. I think they had because they're arguably one of the best drafts. Oh yeah, the Ravens always destroy yeah. everyone in the draft. Specifically, the guy I sent you today that they picked. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, I watched this tape. Well, I had to like scroll through a couple other like tabs first, but <laughs> after I got through those, after watching like thirty-five minutes straight of those, then I saw the actual guy's uh, highlight tape. It's pretty good. <laughs> weirdly similar to the other tabs though um so <laughs> nobody's gonna know anything that we're talking about look up who the ravens drafted or not drafted they didn't draft him he was a signed, signed, him, yeah. signed free agent from army we don't need to i don't know how you pronounce his last name and i'm not even gonna try uh, i'll leave that up to the announcers um but yeah the ravens uh the of course that's what we do dude i mean yeah. we first of all we give the cardinals hollywood brown so what? I mean, Drops Hollywood Brown yeah. had. I'm not sure if he. I, I don't have the notes in front of me, but I'm pretty sure he had the most drops in the league last year. I think he and yeah. That'd be great. He's a he's a small speedster. Like mm-hmm. I'd rather have a giant safety and a fucking animal at center. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
And I still think there's something in the works for Debo. I, don't, I have no intel. I've read nothing. OBJ I think, I think that he would be perfect on the Ravens. Give him a bunch of money and have him do the running back shit that Lamar loves to do and, and see where we go. I, I If we get Debo, dude, fucking lock it in. Lock it in AFC Championship game. 90% of the time. Lock it in. And and we're gonna have Dobbins. Forget about it. It's gonna be I like that kind of football. I don't wanna I don't wanna do the whole Kyler Murray, uh Cliff Kingsbury. Oh, speed, speeds no. I wanna run the ball down your throat for six to seven yards per play until you are demoralized and are on the sideline just shaking your head. That's the kind of football I want. So I love the Ravens draft. I like but I will say this, speaking of the other birds, I would put number two at Philly. I mean, that that move right there is like no-brainer to me. No-brainer. 24-year-old A.J. Brown, killer. You get to see what you got in Jalen Hurts now, like for real. Um, and, and then you got the the Georgia D tackle who is better than the number one pick that the, <laughs> the, the Jags took. I mean, that guy beat out the number one pick. That the Jags took that the guy the number one pick that the Jags took got beat out for his job by the Georgia or by the Philadelphia Eagles uh, DT uh, what's his name Jordan Davis right yeah Jordan Davis yeah and so he had to go out uh, to the end of the line there so to me that guy was better than I, Jacksonville what are they doing <laughs> talk um, about worst draft. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't. No, I thought they still had a good draft. I think Trayvon Walker will be good, and then they got, um, they got Lloyd, the linebacker, who I wanted the Eagles to get too. Uh, I I didn't like Devin Lloyd. Yeah, yeah. from Utah. I didn't, li- I didn't like that one. I thought that was a reach again. They re like it's like if you got that pick, why not try and trade back? Like no, he was going in the first. Hmm, I don't know about that one. My intel says differently. <laughs> Yeah, I'll never understand the Jags and their drafting philosophy. Like, even last year when they picked ETN in the first round, even though you had Robinson. Like, first of all, why are you picking a running back in the first round? And you literally had a rookie running back coming off a 1,000 yards. So, I don't know. I feel like every year Jacksonville just has no idea how to, like, conduct the draft. They're just like, like, oh, shit, it's in a week. We got to do something. (laughs) That's how it was. Usually you know the number one pick and – it was the day before or the day of, and people were still wondering who they're going to pick. So they, they don't know what they're doing. No, I mean, their owner is busy with, like, automobile racing. His <laughs> son, who's supposed to be the next in line, runs, like, this, like, rival to the WWE. And it's like, I don't think anyone really cares about football in that whole organization. Right? <laughs> they're like, oh, it, it, this, this shows you how much they don't care about football. They're like, Hey, let's hire Urban Meyer. That guy's got no bad history. <laughs> you got Dougie P, though. It's true. That was good. I, I consider that a good hire. Until it just fucking <laughs> blows up in their face. I feel like it's anyone that goes into Jacksonville is like going into Chernobyl, dude. Like, <laughs> you just don't know how you're getting sick, but you are. <laughs> All right. We're at the hour mark here. On the SPP, you guys want to talk about anything else? Or you think that was a good one? Can't think of anything else to talk about. 
Cover basketball, cover the draft. When did the Sixers play? Tomorrow, right? Tomorrow night, yeah. Tomorrow night, yeah. I'm going to be watching. Who else plays tomorrow night? The other game, Phoenix and um, Dallas. Dallas. Okay. All right, cool. Um, All right, well, we'll schedule it out here on the SPP. We'll probably be – probably wait till the second Philly game. See what happens, you know. And uh, then we'll be back. It's Sunday night, but as you all know, it's always Friday night here on the SVP. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Friday night. I'm thinking that we just might fly away to someplace they don't know who we are. Now I'm riding shotgun in your car. We drive through the city like explorers going 65. Flowing hair flying across your face. We left on Friday, now it's Saturday. Press jeans buttoned up, jeans iron slipping up. Red shoes walking slow, headphones blaring three stacks. Sunglasses flaring out, thick watch hanging low. Studded belt pulled taut, three stacks on the radio. Friday night, I'm thinking that we just might run away to some place we we can be who we are we can be who we are